Hello, Pilates lovers. Welcome to All Things Pilates. I'm Darian Gold. And you twist. Bring the pedal up slowly. Very long. And a one. We're dying. Keep going. You're almost done. And five. And six. And seven. Yes, girl. Elisa Wyatt and her husband, Jack, are hard at work maintaining and protecting the classical Pilates legacy. If you're interested in learning about the original Pilates method, Pilatesology is the top online school for you. Full disclosure, you can find my DVDs on their website and I'd like to thank them for that. I think you'll enjoy learning about Elisa's story and her path to Pilates. This is a show from the very, very beginning has been providing information and education about the Pilates method, what it is and what it isn't. I talked about the Classical Pilates website, Pilatesology, and today you're going to meet the co-founder, Elisa Wyatt. She and along with her husband, Jack Coble, recognized the importance in preserving Joseph Pilates' technique and style of teaching, and in 2011, their website, Pilatesology, was born. They have dedicated themselves to videotaping the work of instructors who teach the original method. They travel to many countries and film the teachers in their own settings so they can present those videos to you. Now, a little history about Elisa. In 1999, she had a high-powered publishing job in New York City, but after discovering the Pilates method, her passion for Pilates led her to learn and eventually certified with Pilates principal disciple, the legendary Romana Krizanowska. Elisa then ran her own studio for a decade before moving to California where she now is an often featured expert for Pilates Style magazine and is the creator of a series of acclaimed Pilates videos, beginner, intermediate, and advanced Pilates workouts, and Pilates for men. Elisa is a very popular presenter at fitness conferences, and her private clientele includes athletes, models, and ordinary people who want to look and perform at their absolute best. Elisa and Jack live in Hermosa Beach, California, and when not filming and teaching Pilates, they enjoy surfing and hiking and just being outdoors. They believe that the benefits of Pilates, balance, endurance, strength, and flexibility enables them to lead active, healthy lives. On the phone with me is the fabulous Elisa Wyatt. Hey, Elisa, how are you? Thank you for joining us on All Things Pilates. Hey, Darian, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. When did you hear about Romana? How did you hear about her program? It was a fateful day. I was at work, and Pilates had already been on my radar. And it was something I was interested in trying, but it was sort of one of those one more thing in all the busyness of life. But one day I was at work at Simon & Schuster in New York City, which 
our office was located just above Rockefeller Center. And one day I heard one of my coworkers walk through the main area of our office. I was sitting in my office and I heard her exclaiming very excitedly about her Pilates lesson and, oh, I got to hang upside down. And then I went <laughs> up on this chair and it was so much fun. And she was so excited <laughs> that I literally stopped what I was doing and Googled Pilates near me. Oh, wow. And lucky for me, we were on between 47th and 48th and Romana Studio was the closest thing at Drago's on 57th Street. Yes. I mean, lots of other ones came up, but I hers just seemed so compelling. I mean, I was like, I have to meet this woman. Who mm-hmm. is this? It's like, she's the thing. So <laughs> I booked an appointment that day. I was in there within three days. I was taking lessons. It was thrilling. And in fact, on the very first lesson, I decided I had to go through their program and yes. learn everything I possibly could. That's that's what happened to me, too. My first lesson, yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, I, this is it. What kind of training did you do or did you before you even discovered Pilates? I was always an active kid. I grew up riding horses kind of on a farm and I was really into running and cross country, although I would have repeated injuries. I had knee injuries and I had like a bone issue that required surgery later in life. But at some point I fell in love with dance. And so the idea of this method that was somewhat acrobatic and somewhat using your body in every way possible really Mm -hmm. appealed to me when I found Pilates. So that's kind of what pulled me in. And Mm. it ended up feeling as though everything I wanted to do was easier and I stopped getting injuries. So, And that told you right away that this was a special method, right? It did. And the thing that I really saw, it was at a time in my life where I had gone through a very difficult breakup and I really found that the confidence that the teachers I was taking from really struck me. I mean, I really felt like I wanted to be like them. Mm -hmm. No matter what personal, I'm sure there's all kinds of issues that Pilates teachers have too, like any normal person, but they just seem to have over all of that, a confidence that they felt they could just go through. It felt really solid to me. And Mm -hmm. that felt more attractive than a career in dance, which I had one time aspired to, because there's something about, at least for me, being judged by how your body looks that is much more difficult to manage than what you can do with your body. Mm-hmm. And it really changed how I felt mm-hmm. for, for my own confidence. Was there one piece of apparatus that you were drawn to from the beginning? And is it still perhaps your favorite? Or do you have a new favorite? Well, I don't know if you felt this way or anybody else listening felt this way. But the very first time I got on a Cadillac... <laughs> Some people call it a trapeze table. I just felt so special because you're like (laughs) up high and you're there and it's just you. And that was my favorite. And I actually, it's not, it's not always the first thing I would answer as my favorite. Sometimes I'll say it's a spine corrector or a ladder barrel because they feel so delicious to drape over. But if I only got to pick one, it would definitely be the Cadillac. Mm -hmm. Hang upside down and flip over and use the leg springs and the pushy bar. It's just awesome. Do you find yourself gravitating towards the Cadillac when you're working with clients because you want them to have that same sort of delicious mm-hmm. feeling? Definitely. Mm-hmm. It definitely is used no matter what in a first lesson. I always take someone there at some point during the lesson. Mm-hmm. And for sure, if I, if I know someone needs something exciting, I have a whole bag <laughs> of tricks. 
right. <laughs> make anyone feel successful and, and fun. Right. That's part of what I think is so attractive about Pilates. Yes, for everyone, really, for everybody in different ways, different Absolutely. capacities. It is so versatile. Mm-hmm. And being able to experience your body in a way that feels adventurous and fun and as though you could do anything. Yes. Because some of these exercises, you get to a point and you're like, what? I have to get up on that bar and yes. flip over and it seems impossible. And then suddenly it's easy. And suddenly it's possible because your teacher has progressed you to a point where you're confident inside out. You don't question. That's exactly That's Mm -hmm. exactly right. You stop questioning whether or not you can do something with your body. And I think that really spills over into life, Mm -hmm. into everything you do. Have you had that kind of feedback with your clients? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you've seen it too, but you just see people. It's not really even just the body. I'm sure that's why we all start Pilates. We think, oh, I'm going to have thinner thighs and better abs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But really, when suddenly you can bend over and reach something that you couldn't reach before or uh, without pain or somebody the other day asked me, I was picking something up and he was going to help me. Oh, do you need help with that? And it was like less than 20 (laughs) pounds. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, no. And I just picked it up with one arm and walked away. And he was like, wow. <laughs> An Amazon. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's nothing. It just feels as though like, well, of course I can pick that up and not hurt myself. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I You're great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How does your husband fit into this scenario? Did you meet him in a Pilates class? How did that all come about? That's such a nice question. Jack and I met, I'm from California originally, and had moved to the East Coast, and I always wanted to be somewhere else to experience different weather and different life and people and everything, so that led me to New York, and I ended up living there for 14 years, and around year 10, I met Jack, and he grew up about 50 miles from where I did, so it was Mm, a really fun place to meet someone that felt so close to home, and He, at the time, was a photographer. He specialized in travel and architecture. So along the way, at some point, we decided to make a Pilates video. And, of course, his skills perfectly meshed with mine in order to do that. So he learned everything he needed to know about creating video. And we had a lot of trial and error and ended up coming out with our first video that we sold on DVD for a long time. We would print the DVDs on our desk printer and then put a label on them and <laughs> yes. package them. It was really fun. And along the way, a friend of ours, I'm leading into a whole other story, but along the way, a friend of ours said he worked for Yahoo at the time, which was a big deal then. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, no, you guys don't want to make videos because they're going to go extinct. In mm-hmm. fact, they're making computers not have drives. And we were like, what? That's impossible. <laughs> But he was right. He, he said, you need a membership site. And learning all about the video section got us to the point where we could go to the next stage, which was creating a site where we could put all these videos and they could live. How did you come and up with became, the name? Oh, my gosh. It's so, it was really hard. If you've tried to look up a name that includes the word Pilates and mm. .com, it's practically impossible. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think it was Jack that came up with it. We realized I would love to combine Contrology, which is the original name for Pilates. Joseph Pilates called the method 
you already probably know this as well, Darian, he called it the art of control, mm-hmm. controlology. And then that was what was on his door. Mm-hmm. But of course, the legend says that all the clients that came there just said, oh, I'm going to Pilates, mm-hmm. going to see Mr. Pilates. So we put those two together as a way of preserving what it was known by, mm-hmm. Pilates and controlology. And then did it stick right away? Did you start talking about it to your friends and they went, oh, yeah, that's it. That's a winner. That's a keeper. <laughs> Everyone hated it. <laughs> the, our friends just said, oh, we would send long lists of names and we'd say, pick, you know, tell us your top three. And they'd say, oh, I love these three, but this one, you just can't use that one. Pilatesology, that's terrible. <laughs> too long. And, and then we would ask them the day later, okay, well, which one do you remember? And they'd be like, oh, online Pilates workout. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, well, but that one, Pilatesology, you just can't use that. And we'd be like, can you write that down? And they would spell it perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So honestly, the very last moment, we had chosen a different name that was super bland and boring. And at the very last moment, we changed our minds and went with our heart and used Pilatesology. You took a leap of faith, didn't you? Yes, we did. Yes. Since 2011, how has it changed for you, when you just started uh, filming teachers and all of their routines, how has it changed or has it? Well, you know. Or how is it, how it's evolved, obviously. Do you absolutely. S- I think the biggest change for us has been that people all over the world started writing to us and saying, I've never experienced, people who had had experience with Pilates were the first surprised because they would say, write to us and say things like, I've never experienced Pilates like this. And it's amazing. And it's, and it feels vigorous. Yes. So that was a really big surprise. And they were all so excited. And then the other thing that really, it feels like such an incredible responsibility and honor is that we, we have two first generation teachers who were experienced training with Mr. Pilates, Jay Grimes and Son J. Mayo, and and having the responsibility of having them and then a whole, all the rest of our teachers are as close to the source as they get. Yes. That just feels like an incredible responsibility. I feel as though we're, we're preserving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What, I mean, of course, you can't just preserve things in the video, but at least we're making a record documenting. of what we know. Yeah, you're documenting. Correct. Documenting what we know as this incredibly diverse and amazing method that I strongly feel needs to be learned. If you're going to teach it, it needs to be learned in an apprenticeship situation. But my hope is that more people can find these teachers that we feature on the site and go to them for training. That would be my goal. And so the qualities that you look for in those types of teachers? The biggest quality is their proximity to the source, to Joseph Pilates. Mm -hmm. So if, if I could, I would have filmed every moment I spent with Ramana and more. I know, um, I know. Right? <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard to just see, see the little bit of footage we have of her, which is so amazing. Yeah. But beyond, and, and of Joe Pilates too, because there is quite a bit of footage, but it's not really accessible to most people because, well, for a lot of reasons, but it would be amazing to be able to see more of that. It's not accessible via YouTube? There is a little bit that's accessible, but There's... when I went through my training program, it was still partnered with Sean Gallagher, who owned the Pilates studio. And Sean owns the archives 
and there is a lot more. So we were allowed as students to be able to go and look at all of the footage and listen to Joseph Pilates teaching in that class. They have audio of him. Oh, um, wow. All of these incredible photographs and just so, so much. I must have spent at least two weeks every single day for eight hours sitting and staring and looking and reading. And I mean, it was incredible. The public needs yeah. to, yeah. they need to hear him. And they need to, absolutely, because it is, as we know, moving into a lot of different directions, which leads me to a question. Have contemporary teachers approached you? To be on Pilatesology? Yes. Yes, I have had contemporary teachers approach us and ask to be teachers. I think when I explain to them that we're looking for teachers that are close to Ramana's style of teaching and to Joseph Pilates, they understand. I mean, it's one, one of the wonderful things that has been, I feel like, a great choice for us, for myself and my husband, Jack, because we run this company alone. It's a truly a family company. It's just us. We have one helper who comes in part-time whenever she can to help us with some editing. But really, it's just us that run the whole company. So we don't have the opportunity to add a lot of teachers to the site. Uh, mm-hmm. And that forces us to choose very carefully when we do yes. that the teacher is going to bring something that will really add to our goal of spreading this original this, of creating a record of create yes mm-hmm. this original work. And I feel as though everyone understands when they when they get an understanding of what we're, our goals are. And I have to say that it doesn't mean to me that contemporary teachers don't have wonderful things to share, right? Because I know so many contemporary teachers that are incredible, yes. incredible teachers and change lives just in the same way classical Pilates does. It's just a different style. So we're focused on this one style. In your own words, how would you define the difference between classical and contemporary? For me, the difference is that in contemporary, at least in the way I've experienced it, and someone could probably tell me that I'm wrong about this, the way I've I've experienced is that it breaks things down in a way that exercises are more more broken down in a sense the way you might go and practice exercises when you go to a physical therapist. Uh, A physical therapist will focus on one muscle, perhaps, or one movement, and they'll repeat it, or you'll do something to strengthen that, and and that can be super useful and and exactly what you need in many cases. In classical we're looking at the body as a system and looking at ways of helping it to move more efficiently as a system mm-hmm. so that perhaps when you start exercises might be difficult, but soon you notice, oh, that's funny. The tree suddenly became easier or doing that certain movement that I found really difficult before to find the muscles forward to make my body connect to suddenly feels as though I'm just moving it with strength and control. And to me, it's that systematic use of your body yes. where you start being able to not have to think. Yes. And to me, in contemporary, you're always being forced to, like, think about the, your this and think about your that. All the different in actions. Classical, mm-hmm. Exactly. In classical, your, your body starts to integrate all these systems, and you stop having to think about all of the different parts. You just think about, I want to do this. 
and then you do it. And that's what's so exciting. Yes. I remember Ramana would always teach and she would say, instead of telling you like, use this muscle, use that muscle, she'd say, go down there and I'll come back up here. <laughs> go down there and come back up. And, and then you would just do it and you'd be like, wow, I didn't think I could do that. The, the body <laughs> would figure it out, right? Exactly. Yes. Exact, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful description because I get that asked a lot. And this is one reason why I have the show, because mm. I do want to mm-hmm. present both approaches mm-hmm. with uh, respect. And mm-hmm. one thing that you pointed out right away is that we do work, look at the body as a system. And that even if we're doing an arm exercise, the entire body from the feet all the way up to the crown of the head have to be completely working and at attention, you can't just be thinking about those arms. And so it's not a body part kind of method. It's a whole system, a whole body method. And that's what I think you're conveying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And like I said, it's very useful in many situations to practice in a different way where you might isolate something. So right. it's neither good nor bad to right. do one way or the other. So when you're finding teachers or teachers come to you or contact you, classical, what are the qualities that you are looking for to represent Pilatesology? The qualities that we're looking for is, number one, are the proximity to Joe and, and his teaching. And then what I hope to find or what I look for in a, in a teacher and a presenter is someone who I honestly find the teachers who are best at it have a familiar familiarity of teaching to a group. Mm. They've taught math classes or if they've taught, they have a confidence in front of more than one person. Right. And they have a an ability to translate what they're teaching to to a wide variety of body needs and people. So whether or not that person, the teacher is teaching to a math class to particularly with something like a beginner mat class, is very hard to convey if you have a group of people who are different abilities mm-hmm. so, or different body types. Mm-hmm. So that's usually some, someone who's had a lot of experience teaching and who's not only taught private lessons. Right. That, that's usually a helpful thing. It's somebody who, who practices the method themselves. To be honest, mm-hmm. there are some teachers who don't practice, and I feel like it's important to practice the method still you can hear Ramana right you can hear her right now what she used to say to us yep (laughs) yeah and who have a balance in their lives who have confidence and are secure in their own way of teaching and speaking and have something unique to share that they might teach the exact same exercises on the electric chair, for example, that somebody else has already taught on the site, but hearing it from this unique perspective is going to teach and bring something else to those same series of exercises. Absolutely. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Do you, are you still teaching Pilates and filming? Are you focusing on the filming part? Oh, goodness. I wish I could say I only do one thing, but I find (laughs) so much joy. (laughs) I find so much joy in teaching. I have a really hard time giving it up. So I've definitely reduced my workload. I only teach one day a week, but as far as clients goes, and then I add on a filming day if we have to have one or our teaching teachers, if someone's in town, then we do that on the same day I might teach on the same week I might teach. But when we travel, I'm either only teaching 
at conferences or we're only traveling to film. Right. I'm trying to to just put one hat on at a time. Right. <laughs> Which is challenging hard. when you're running your own business, right? Yeah, it is. It's very challenging. I'm enjoying it, though. I, I have to say it's introduced a lot of variety in my life, and that's fun. Absolutely. Well, I want to personally thank you for your really inspiring uh, website. I've been watching some of the teachers, and it's reminding me of some of the exercises way back when that we used to do, and just mm-hmm. getting a refresher course has been really helpful. So I personally thank you, and I think uh, all my listeners are going to be running to your website. If people, <laughs> really, if people do want to get a hold of you and come take a lesson or talk to you about being on Pilatesology, how would they get to you personally, or how does that work? You know, I love when people email me, and I'm my email, I give it out to everyone, and all, all of our members can email me directly, and it's my name, Alisa, at Pilatesology.com. It really brings me a lot of joy to share this method with others, so if somebody has a question or wants to know where to find a teacher, I'm here. It really brings me so much joy. Well, thank you so much for your time, Elisa, and perhaps you'll come back and we'll talk more, okay? Darian, I would love that. Thank you so much for having this radio show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you. In order that you don't miss any of the great conversations, please subscribe as it will also help others find the show. All Things Pilates is produced and hosted by me, Darian Gold. It originates as a live radio show on KPCA in Petaluma, California. Podcast production is provided by Audio Ephemera. Hey there, I'm Andy, the audio engineer for All Things Pilates. And as cliche as it sounds, I'm also a client. My Pilates practice has strengthened my core and, more importantly, given me a new awareness of my body and its abilities. Darian's approach is challenging but fun, and I always leave my sessions feeling energized. But don't just take my word for it. I recently visited one of Darian's classes, and here's what some other students had to say. Uh, My name's Kate, and I've been working with Darian for about six years. I started with her on mat classes, and then I moved to uh, working with her in her home studio, both in duets and privates on the reformer and the one to chair and the other equipment. To do it well takes uh, dedication to continuing over and over. My name's Eric. I'm uh, taking Darian's Pilates class. She focuses on empowering you to move forward with just the symmetry and keeping the body in line and used the proper way that is supposed to be used. And she has a good eye for that. Yeah, that translates into just an overall physical well-being. Subscribe to the podcast for more great interviews and check out dariangold.com for her class schedule and other resources. Until next time. Don't forget to drink your water.